0: Good morning. This is Dr. Harding, and it is that time again <clears throat> for Moments of Inspiration. That's right, Moments of Inspiration. And that's what I'm here today to do, is to bring you some Moments of Inspiration. A lot of things have transpired since last Wednesday. We <clears throat> last night we had, yesterday was all day election day. Still not over. And I just want to say to you before I get ready to pray, is that <clears throat> don't allow... The pressure of the moment to define you or to define who you are. We belong to God and we trust in God. And when we trust in God, it is greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world let me have a word of prayer. Dear God, I thank you for those that's going to join us, and thank you, God, for those that are joining right now. And I pray, God, now that the word that you have put into my heart will be manifested, God, to help many souls and many people, God, that are watching. And I pray, God, right now that you will send a word this morning a word that would lift, a word that would pull down stronghold, a word that would break yokes, a word that would enhance and strengthen. And I pray, Father, right now for your will to be done in our life. And I pray, Father, for you to heal the sick to heal those that are sick to touch those god that are going through and remember god those that don't have the things that they need to have and i praise you god for what you're going to do and i ask now that you would help me god and give me strength and give me the power to deliver this word that those that are watching would be enhanced inspired and enlightened in jesus name thank god amen and amen a good again Good morning to you, our moments of inspirational uh, people. Thank God for every one of you that are tuning in and is going to tune in. God bless you today. Uh, I want you to understand that whatever is going on, wherever you are, do not allow this election, Whoever is elected, uh, whoever is elected, God is on our side, and so we do not have to allow the pressure of the moment to define us. Because if we allow the pressure of the moment to define us, then we are we are yielding to the devil. And so let's remember that Jesus Christ is our Lord. He's our Savior. He's our King. And we do not at all uh, do things like the world do. So I'm going to I'm going to share with you. Uh, f- Living faith is doing, doing faith. Living faith is doing faith. Other words, the faith that lives and the faith that you operate with is not just an ordinary thing. A lot of people say, I have faith. What is faith? I think I have it. I know I have it. But living faith is Doing faith. If you're not doing and acting on what God's word says, then you really does not have the faith that you think you have. Now, many people talk about they have faith, and they say that they have faith, and all of these things, but they really do not have faith. I want to say, uh, welcome our brothers uh, from Pakistan, uh, Shamar. Uh, Shakur thank you so for watching and all of you that are watching thank you for it and today I want you all to help me post this if it don't help if it doesn't bless you and don't meet your need always remember that there's somebody need what you think you don't need. Somebody else need it. Uh, somebody else is hurting. There's people that are hurting all over the world, not just in the United States of America, not just in uh, the Middle East, not just in uh, the South, not just in the North and so forth, but it, all over the world, there are people that are hurting. And more so during this time, they're stressing out in their minds, et cetera, et cetera. They're stretching out, stressing out in their mind. And so we have to be aware and cognitive of other People problem, so I want to. Uh, what I'm doing in moments of inspiration and doing in our ministries, uh, in these messages, I'm dealing with faith. <clears throat> Because a lot of times people say that they have faith, but they don't know how to, uh, uh, how to use their faith. They don't understand what's going on. Good morning, Sister Chambers and Sister Vanessa Bell. God bless you. Uh, so they don't know how to call, act on their faith. And they say, I have faith, and I'm praying a prayer of faith. Well, now, if you, you can't pray the prayer of faith if you don't know God's word. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So to pray the prayer of faith, you have to pray God's word. If you don't pray God's word, you're not praying the prayer of faith. Now, what do you do? when you're praying, if you're going to pray the prayer of faith, and the Bible said in James, the prayer of faith will deliver the sick and heal them. And then if any had sinned, it will save them. And so the, the prayer of faith would be when you pray, not saying God, you know I'm hurting, you know what I'm going through, and you know I haven't paid my bill, and you know my rent. That's the problem. So that's not praying the word, that's praying the problem. So you need to pray the word. And so what is the word? Father, I thank you that all of my needs are met according to your riches in glory. Now, the Bible said he he would meet your needs. That's his word. So you're giving his word back to him. And then you can say, Father, I praise you that I'm the head and not the tail. That's the Bible. You're praying the faith. That's the prayer of faith. You pray the word. And when you pray the word, that's when God delivers. But if you pray the problem, you don't get delivered. So today we're going to talk about uh, for a few minutes here, living faith is doing faith. If you don't If you're not doing it, you're not living it. If you live it, you're going to be doing it. And let me give you the opening strip you hear, James chapter 2 and verse 15 through 20. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warm, and feel, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What does it profit? Even so, faith, if it has not work, is dead. Being alone, is dead. Being alone. Now, yea, I, a man may say, Thou have faith, and I have work. Show me thy faith without thy work, and I'll show you Thee my faith by my work. Thou believest that there is one God thou doest well the devil also believe and tremble but wilt thou know o man o vain man that faith without works is dead that's right faith without works is dead. so I'm going to talk to you today about living faith is doing faith. that's right. living faith is doing faith. And what you have to understand then uh, if you if, if God desire for us and that I, I know that's true, God desire for us, and this is one of his strongest desire for us is to live what living to live what He have promised. if he live right, God will give us what He have promised us. God is never short, He never, never never. Short of anything that he's promised, and so uh, when you what faith is? Faith is living and doing. You got to live God's word and do God's word. As God said, "Blessed are not the one that just talk about it, but we have to be the one that are doers." And if you're a doer of the word, you're going to find that you will get the word and you will receive. Verse, you will be able to receive everything that God have promised, and in due season. It doesn't mean if you pray tonight that tomorrow he's going to fall out of heaven. No, that's it's not the way god worked there's some time that you have to put in there's some work that we have to do so we use our living faith to break the cycles of insufficiency so if there's an insufficiency in your life then you need to use uh the living faith to break that cycle now i want you to think about this what strength can you draw by saying yesterday i was poor hungry and destitute," and then uh, on tomorrow, would be the problem would be the worst. Why? Can't you see that these kinds of affirmation? that's what I want you to see, these kinds of affirmations saying, you know, I never have nothing, nobody never will harm me. Alright, when you, you, when you say I never get hired, somebody else I always get the job. Okay, that's a negative confession. So, you ought to be, that's a prophecy to yourself. So, what you should be doing when you don't get hired, oh, thank God it came true. See, they won't harm me. But no, you're saying nobody would harm me, and you're thinking that's something because you are doing. It is. You're saying the wrong thing. Remember what I'm saying? Living faith is doing faith. And so you have to call the things that are not as though they are. Because if you said nobody did this on yesterday, they didn't harm me on yesterday, and I, I was poor and hungry last week, I was destituted for three or four years, and I know it's just going to be the same thing. Well, your circumstances do not want change. Be simply because you are strengthening the undesirable situation. When you, you, What you say, your words are powerful. Words are powerful. And so you have to understand that your verbalizations of word and uh, of what you say, it can hurt you or it can build you up. Now, if, if, can't you see that this kind of affirmation of your negative force that is not dominating your circumstances. Now, now that does nothing more than fortify what you're saying. What happened is that you speak a negative thing and you think that, you know, it sounds good. Sometimes people want you to feel sorry for them. Oh, I'm going through and I got this. My back is always hurting. Okay, if your back is always hurting, then what you want to do, you want to pray that I am well. And with his stripes, I'm healed. But if you just confess, my back is always hurting, that's just a fulfilling profit. And the devil going to send some pain in that you didn't even have so in that situation you need to, to desperately you want to change the situation and you can't change it with negative words you can't change because what I'm going to tell you today is that living faith is doing faith what are you going to do about it what are you going to do about it your back is hurting then what you want with his stripes I'm healed. I thank you God that it is well. I thank you God that no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. I thank you God that the day is the day that you've made and I'm rejoicing and I'm glad in it. I thank you God that no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. I thank you God that you said none of the diseases that you put upon the Egyptians is going to come on me. Now you're praying the prayer of faith. You're praying the prayer of faith. But if you're just nagging and saying negative statements about your situation, uh, insufficiency will only strain the grips of the insufficiency of your life so be careful what you say be very very careful what you say because those are the things that what the words that going out of your jesus god said every word that went out of god's mouth had power that's right. God never spoke anything that didn't have power. So therefore, God has spoken and every time he speaks, there's power. So every time God says something, he said all he's going to say to us unless he give us a or word. And so what we have to understand, we have to be careful what we say and learn to say what he says. That's right. Learn to say what he said. Now, the thing is, uh, God wants us to, to realize who we are in him. We are sons of God. That's right. We are sons of God. Yes, we are we're sons here on earth. We we daughters on earth. We got cousins and moms and dads and uncles and all of those things on earth. But we are sons of God. It's, we are sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we should be. But when we see him, we will be like him. For as he is, so are we. So are we. Now he, that's confession has been made by John now in in, in 2nd Corinthians 5 and 17 said therefore if any man be in Christ he's a new creature and old things have passed away and behold all things have become new so what is actually said not your new creature but your new creation so when you receive Christ in your heart and you're born again and baptized with the field, with the Holy Spirit, your whole recreation, your body, you're living in the same body. You got the same flesh, but your mind has to be renewed. Your mind be renewed and renew means to make as new. So you want to, the old things have to pass away. Them old thoughts you had, them old complaints you had, the old curse words and all this talking stuff and all that, all that stuff pass away. And behold, everything become new. Well, how do it become new? It become new because you start reading God's word, listening to God's word acting on God's word, thinking on God's word, and doing all of those things. And when you do that, thing changes. Nothing changes uh, uh, faster than than God's word. And what you have to understand is professing God's word. The word profess means to say the same. So I want to see a scripture that if I'm hurting, I want to find scriptures that tell me what God is healing. And I want to pray those scriptures over my body or over someone else because God answers his word. You see, if you're a lawyer, a judge, or an ant- attorney which is the same person. Now what happened when they go before the judge to to do a case, they have to quote law. They can't quote what we think or what we heard. They have to quote the law. You honor according to code this or this person did that. They ruled on this. And so the judge honor the law. Now, sometimes the law is taken out of sequence and the law is not applied exactly to the same thing. One person could, could kill somebody and get away with it, and you kill somebody and you go to prison. Or you they give you a lesser charge. See, there's first-degree there's first murder. There's a, a manslaughter, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, all those things. So they look at what was the cause. Why did that? After that was it self defense? All of these things are taken into play. God, they got this from the Bible. They got it from the Old Testament. The Old Testament, the the, the law, uh, most of the common law <clears throat> was taken from. 80% of it was taken from the Old Testament, well, in Leviticus. And they used these, and they just modified it, and that's what they do. So this is what we got to understand then. What we say hurts us. And so faith, a living faith, is acting faith. You have to act on your faith. And that's why Paul said in Galatians 6 and 16 through 17, And as many as walk, I mean live according to his rule, peace be the, on them and mercy upon the Israel of the Israelites of God. From henceforth, let no man trouble me. Now, what Paul was saying, and the, the reason why he said this at this particular time, there was Jews that just had came in out of Judaism. I mean, came out of uh, uh, the old covenant uh, uh, and into and, and uh, being just uh, uh, covered with the sin. And it came into grace. And when they came into grace, they said to them, "Say, you have to uh, do this, and you got to do that, and and, and you got to be circumcised." And you got to do this and that. But Paul said to them, leave them alone. Leave them alone. He said, living faith is breaking the cycle of insufficiency. He said, to be circumcised don't mean anything, or to be uncircumcised doesn't mean anything. Leave them alone. And so what God is telling us, that there are some habits and there are some folks ways that we've picked up. And we think we have to carry those folks ways into this new way. And we think that if somebody don't do it your way, they are not doing it the right way. And let me tell you something. They are doing it the right way. They are doing it the right way. It's just your way is not the only way of doing things. And once you get that selfish attitude out of the the church and out of your system, you will go further. You know, that's the way we always did it. Well, that, that don't mean that that was the way. that It was right. It was the right way. It could have been the wrong way. But you've been doing it so long, and now now it became a habit and a habit is hard to break you just don't break a habit overnight you need God to help you break habits that's why folks go to a drug rehabilitation and all of these places and get counseling because it takes a long time to get a habit out you just don't say oh well I'm breaking this habit today and I'll never do that anymore it's not that easy your flesh talks to it and your flesh craves and hurts for it and and, and give you some pain for it that's why it's, it's difficult you have to have a made-up mind so what the new creation man in you doesn't, doesn't go around belly aching about his problem so he is continually challenging and raising uh, and rising above which attempt to keep him from God no, he don't go around just saying oh I got this and oh I got that and oh I'm hurting no, no, it's, if you're always complaining that becomes a problem that's a problem there, there come, nobody want to be around you when you complain, there's folks who see you coming and get out the way, they'll run because they don't want to hear about you complaining but when you're blessed and you know you're blessed. And God will bless you then Peter said how are you know you're blessed first Peter chapter 3 verses 4 uh, first Peter chapter 1 and 2nd uh, Peter chapter 1 and verse 3 and 4 according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness so if you think you're not blessed and you're in Christ Everything that pertain to godliness, living right, and unto uh, 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 helping, God have already given it to you. He's given it to you. But here's the problem that you have to have. Here's the thing you have to have. You have to have his knowledge, through his knowledge. So that means the more that I know about God, the more blessings that I have coming to me. The less that I know about God is the less blessings I have. So what am I going to do? I'm going to study to show myself a unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. Because it says right here, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us unto glory and virtue now so therefore we must understand then that uh, uh, what we have come from what we know what you don't know hurt you that's why paul said brothers i will not have you ignorant ignorant mean uninformed misinformed or just don't know and so the more that you know about god the more your blessing come when you live it so that's why i'm saying to you today that 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 live in faith is doing faith you have to do what you live man should not live by bread alone but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of god then verse 4 said whereby are given unto us exceedingly then said no small stuff he said exceedingly you know when you something exceeds something that's above that's above you know if you exceed in anything it's above what you normally would do so it said exceedingly and precious promises so precious promises is living faith and that living faith is doing faith. And when you want to, you, when you want God to open up the door and and pour you out blessing, you got to have some type of life with it. You got to that's living faith. Now, and then he said, and precious promises, my God, abundantly. Precious promises. What is it that God has promised us? He's promised us joy. He's promised us peace. He's promised that he would heal us. He promised that he would never leave us. He promised that he would be with us always until the end of the world. Those are promises that God has given us. And so he said, precious promises. That by these ye might be partakers of the life divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. There's a lot of things. That the devil would bring your way, and the devil would try to destroy you with it. But God have given you His precious love, His precious thing, are partakers of him, there's something God will not let the devil touch you. He'll tell the devil, like he told him with Job, you can't touch his life. Go ahead and put the balls on him. I'll let you do that. But you can't touch his life. And there's something that the devil wanted to do to you and God said, no, you can't do it. They are my servant and no, you cannot do it. And so that's what living faith do. Living faith is doing faith. Now the divine nature of God is power. God uses his raising Christ from the dead. He used that same power to raise Christ from the dead now if he raised him from the dead can he heal you can he take away cancer can he give you joy can he give you peace can he feed you during this pandemic if you this pandemic if you've lost if you lost your job can he take care of you yes he can God is still who he say he is God is never 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 lost any power God have never you never read in the Bible where God ever had a sick angel no he take care of him. he never read in the Bible where there was bankruptcy and God said I don't have the money to pay you no he can't the earth is mine and the full there are, and they that dwells in it. Now, you got to understand that you are a child of God. You're a child of God. You're not just anybody. You're not just a pushover. You're not just a little uh, uh, person that everybody can take oh, to just come in and take over you if you want. No, you are greater as he that's in us than he that's in the world. And you got to understand that. So that's why I keep telling you, live in faith is act in faith. Act on your faith. Do your faith. Work your faith. Talk your faith. Live it. Live it. And more you live it, the more God will do for you. Now, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world. Now, the divine nature of the power of God uses in raising Christ from the dead. Now, the divine nature and characteristics of God and the nature is expressed in holiness, virtues, and righteousness, love, and grace. By the divine nature, we can operate like Christ. That's right, we can operate like Christ. Somebody said, Well, you can't, you, I'm not Jesus. I heard people say, I'm not Jesus. But the Bible said in Corinthians, We have His mind, He'll give us this mind. He, he said listen he said uh, Paul said that is no more I but it's Christ in me that lives in me and let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus that's why you don't have it you said well I, I can't have the mind where well, the mind of Christ is righteousness the mind of Christ is love the mind of Christ is peace the mind of Christ is joy the mind of Christ is peace everlasting the mind of Christ it keeps you which we're happy when things are going wrong you, and, and you're not just happy but you have joy when things are going wrong because happiness is happenstance things got to happen for you to be happy somebody got to give you something somebody got to say something nice about you or somebody got to be talking what you want them to hear but that's happenstance it may not happen then you're sad but joy comes regardless of what happened what they're doing what's going on around you you can have joy and my God, you can have peace and you can be satisfied 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 you know this is what I want you to understand that you need this faith now somebody going to be the president of the United States. One of those two going to be it. And maybe you, the one that you want may not be, and the one that somebody else want may not be. But don't let that matter to you. You are in Christ. You are in Christ. And they, they, this is, a, they, they are not God. And that they can't stop you from what God wants you to do. They cannot stop you from one blessing. The blessing that God has for you, you're still going to get those blessings. They can't stop them. My God, they won't stop them. So when when, when the few days are over, and they, they pull it out, it doesn't matter who it is, to, you know, as far as God is concerned yes we have our preference we have our preference we have all of those but if your preference is not there remember God is your king God is your Lord and Lord he's your all-in-all and, all. and so this is what we got to understand we got to understand that they got these symbols the 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 elephant is for the Republican the donkey is for the Democrat and then the stock market they got the bear and then they got to the, the bear and they got the lounge uh, so what do we care about that of Jesus Christ is a lamb. We want to obey the Lamb of God. That's how it says, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away our sin. That's what we want to be. We want to know that Jesus Christ is our all in all. And so if we're children of God, a child of God, we got to act like Him. Jesus never conf- confessed lack. He never told his disciples there was a lack. He always told them that He was more than enough. So don't confess lack. Be careful what you say. Do not confess lack. Do not tell me I'm not going to make it. Don't say I don't have. You got to you want to make a, a, a firm come a, a a firm affirmation all things are mine that is Christ I can do all things through Christ that he ever signed me to do everything that I need is, is 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 mine you know you can walk around and start claiming and I know you said that's, that's crazy but you could say that when Jesus said the earth was yours God said the earth is mine and the fullness there are you can say the earth is mine matter of fact you can say that every Kentucky fried chicken place belong to me because Jesus is what God is the one that's blessing them and every church's chicken belong to me all they are doing is cooking it for me those chicken belong to God and God made the chickens and he made me and he said that if I asked anything in his name he would give it to me so thank God that they cooking your chicken for you and you got an ownership in it because whatever Christ owned, you have a part in it we are uh, have inherited we have an inheritance in Christ and stop walking around looking like you are some little puppet uh, you're some little begging child and you're dis you know nobody like God loves you regardless of where you are God love you and nobody can love you more than God your parents don't love you as much your wife, your husband don't love you like God loves you. And so I'm going to tell you start acting on your faith. Living faith is doing faith. Now notice what Paul said for uh, John said, the thief cometh not but to kill and to steal, that th- th- to destroy. I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Now abundant life would be good but more abundantly. So God always gives us more than we need. So strong faith is faith that engages active in work and anything dead cannot function so if you're not a dead works don't function if a horse died get off of it that's right dismount don't stay on a beat a dead horse so if you are riding a dead horse get off there's some more horses that are living get off that dead horse he's not going anywhere dismount and get up brush yourself off said that a horse died on me I don't need him anymore that means God got a better horse for me a better horse for me a better house for me a better job for me uh, if they fired you he got a better job if, it, if you, you you feel that you quit on a, by a mistake you may get high Back, but God, you got to put the confidence in God, and you got to start saying the words that God wants you to say. And this is what he was saying: These signs should follow them that believe in my name. They should cast out devil and they shall speak with new tongue. Now, what new tongue? you gonna to have your same old tongue. What do you mean, Lord? I said speak with new tongue. Well, the new tongue is God's word. You learn God's word, and every time you learn God's word and put it in your heart, that's a new thing coming out of you. Once you didn't have hallelujahs in you, but now you got hallelujah in you all day. Once you didn't have praise God in you, but you got praise God in you now all day. Once you didn't have thank you Jesus in you, but you got thank you Jesus in you all day. Once you didn't have in your in in your vocabulary hallelujah, but hallelujahs in you now all day. You got a new tongue, you got a new idea, you got a new face, you got a new thing, and that's what happened when you when, when you when you when you trust God. Then he said they shall tape up serpent. He's not talking about real snakes. He, you got a lot of serpents that walks on two legs. You got a lot of serpent maybe in your house. You got serpents in the church. And so he said, you would take them up. That means if they attack you, you know how to get rid of that snake. That's right. You know how to get rid of your snake and your snake cannot destroy you. There's people that got those sneaky spirit, sly spirit, sleazy, that want to do things to you, but God will not let them do it. No, he won't do it. And that's why he said, you should take them up and they shall not and lay hand on the sick and they shall recover. So then after their Lord have spoken unto them, he will receive up into heaven. He told them what they could do and he was received up into heaven. So what we got to understand, faith is. What is faith? you're talking about past pastor, you telling us living faith is doing faith, what is faith? Faith is the substance. Substance is matter. Matter is in everything. So faith is stuff that you can't see, matter that you won't. Whatever it is, God uh, bring it into reality for faith is the substance of the things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So the things that are not seen God will bring them into reality where you can see them. You can't see how you're going to come out of this now but faith already got a door open. You can't see how you're going to make it during this challenging time but faith have already made a way for you. You can't see I don't know you're afraid you're walking around and I know you're doing your best and you should but you're walking around afraid that I'm going to get the virus. God can take you through the virus. The virus don't have to take you out. You can live through it. Then if you didn't thank God that up until now, he blessed you to do it. He blessed you and kept you and watched over you. And so this is what you're doing. The blessings of the Lord make us rich and add no sorrow with it. But it's got to be a living faith. It's got to be a faith that live and it's a doing faith. Act on your faith. Talk about it. Live it. Pray God every day for the faith that he's given you and all the things that he's done for you. And you're living now simply because you standing on God's Word. You're living now simply because God has been good to you. Yeah, He's been good to you. He's been better to you than millions of folks. There's a million of people that would they had this one opportunity, one day to live with a peaceful mind, one day to live with joy in their heart, one day to live without trouble, one day to go back and try to reconcile things that they messed up in the past. One day say, God, if you just give me another chance, I'll go back and do it. Let me tell you something. When they faith become living faith, God will give you another chance. God is a not a, God, is a God of a second chance, a third chance, and a chance and a chance and a chance. If it wasn't for God's mercy, we wouldn't be here. And my soul looked back and wonder how I got over. That's right. It looked back and wonder how I made it, but I made it over. And so what we got to understand then in James 2, 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without work is dead. Now you got to put some legs to your faith. That's what you got to understand. You got to put some legs to your faith. You just can't say, I have faith, I have faith, and I can do this, and I can do that no put it you listen you don't have to work to get saved but you do need to work there's some work you do to stay safe and accomplish things and god you you have to god have got somebody that's waiting on you and something that you haven't done that you got to do and put some legs to your faith that's right put some legs to your faith what do i mean by that well Think about this. You ask God to help you, and when you ask him to help you, if you ask somebody to help you, that means that you're going to take a part in it. You're not going to say, if you ask me to come and help you, and then I'm doing the work, and you stand and look at me, you didn't ask me to help, you asked me to do the work. And so I'm going to say, wait a minute, you said to help me. If you want some help, then you put your hand on it too. And so that's what we forget about God. We say, God, I want you to help me do this, but then you stand and don't do anything. Now, you find that the thing that God did was the people had to work for it. That's right. The children of Israel had to, God rained down the bread, but they had to work the Get it? They had to work to get it. God don't put. It, God can give you food, but if you're able to put it to your mouth, He's not gonna feed it. You are gonna have to do that. You are gonna have to work to eat it. So if sometimes God has said, you asked God said you wanted more money, and God gave you extra time on the job, and they wanted you to stay and work some overtime, you say, oh no, I'm not gonna do that. You miss your blessing because if you didn't work, you didn't work. Now think about this. Rahab, she she helped the 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 the, the, the twelve uh, uh or the twelve uh, uh brother the twelve tribes of Israel. She helped them escape. One of them to escape out of. Uh, Jericho. And that was work. And God paid her back with work. Put a red rope in it. And when they come back, we're going to save you. And you got to understand, Abraham had uh, Isaac. Abraham had to take Isaac up to the mountain. That was work. He got up there. He was going to sacrifice him. He put him on the altar. That was work. And then God spoke and said, stay your hand. So don't think that God going to do things for you without some living, without acting on it and act on the word of God. Believe the word of God. Pray the word of God. Do the things that God has told you to do and watch God open doors for you. Watch God bless you in ways that you never thought he would bless you before. Watch God make the devil uh, bow down to you and make the devil take his hand off of your property. You are God's property and the devil cannot hold God's property hostage. That's what he's doing now. He's trying to hold us hostage. He's going to tell us all this stuff that we can't do and what's not going to happen and how we're not going to make it and how things are just happening. No, 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 devil, you are a lie. We are more than conquerors and all of these things, we are more than conquerors. What then should we say to these things? That's what God tells in Romans 8, what shall we say to these things? Verses 8 and 31. What shall we say to these things? Well, tell these things that God be for you, who can be against you. What should I say to the devil? I'm healed and I'm, I'm I'm saved and I'm sanctified. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. What shall we say to these things? God be for us, who can be against us? What shall we say to these things? You got to talk to this devil. You got to say something. And what you got to say is the word of God. You got to say, Satan, get under my feet. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I curse you your word of God is against you and you cannot take my family you can't have my son you can't have my boy you can't have my husband you can't have my wife you can't have my, my joy you can't have my peace you got to talk to the devil say something in these what shall we say he told us that what shall we say and Paul said in all of these things in all of these things we are more than a conqueror and a conqueror is a person that is already won. so you need to raise your hand and say I'm a winner I've already defeated Satan he's already been defeated he all he can do is try to bluff me but but greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And that's what we got to get back to. That's why I'm telling you, living faith is doing faith. So get up. I don't care what, get up and tell the devil, you're not going to hold me hostage anymore. You're not going to trample over me. I am more than what you see. It's more to me than what you see. I'm, I'm. You may look at me and look like I'm just a, a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, but I got the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. And I got joy and peace on the inside of me. I got fighting power. I'm more than a conqueror. There's more to me than me what you see. I got surely goodness and mercy is following me all the days of my life. And my God, the Bible told that if, if, if a thousand fall on one side and 10,000 on the other, then, then none of them can nigh us. So we got to understand, we are not just with pushover. We, if, if you act on the faith that God has given you, you're coming out of this thing all right. That's right. You're coming out of it all right. I praise God this morning for the opportunity to share with you some moments of inspiration and I pray that this has helped somebody. That's right. It, it, it made me happy to go back over it again it makes me happy to do it again so uh if it helped you pass it on to somebody post it and let somebody else know they can make it there's a person that think they can't make it there's a person about to commit suicide don't do it don't do it your best days are in front of you that's right your best days are in front of you and so you got to understand that the best days are in front of you and the devil would like for you to destroy yourself well let me tell you something the Lord showed me once in, in, in a dream where that aborted children, aborted children. And, and you said, OK, they aborted them. And and these children was crying out, saying, God, I could have been a doctor. I could have been a lawyer. I would have been a preacher. I would have been another Moses, but I didn't have an opportunity to do it. So don't you know, in abortion. And I'm not. I'm not downing and, and, and trying to give you some type of sad thing to go out on but what I'm going to tell you is that even the people that didn't have a chance we have to stand up for them and and and, and, and so here God have blessed you and bless you and you're living and you're clothed and you have your right mind do what God said trust in the Lord with all your might and lean not to your own understanding and watch God break yokes watch God pull down stronghold watch God make ways for you watch God open doors for you and I know he'll do it I I said, I know he'll do it. So I want to pray, uh, pray for you. I want to pray for you. And and if you're not saved, repeat this prayer with me. Say, dear God, I am a sinner. I don't know you, but God, I want to know you. And I want Jesus Christ, that Jesus that was died and buried. And on the third day, he rose again. I want him to come into my heart and save me. And if he saved me, God, I will serve you to the best of my ability for the rest of my life. If you pray that prayer, God saved you. And now you are a new child. And, and the thing the devil going to tell you that you're not saved, but the devil is a lie. You are saved. And, 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 and I pray that God will fill you and baptize and fill you with the Holy Spirit and that you'll have joy that you never experienced before in your life. You'll have joy and that's what you got to understand. You will have joy. Now let me pray the prayer of faith for you that are watching and even when you're watching at a later time, God gonna bless you. He gonna bless you if you you act on it. Dear God, I thank you that you know everything. I thank you God that you're everywhere. I thank you God that you have all power. I thank you God that no weapon formed against these that are watching God is going to prosper. I pull down every strong Hold that the dead Satan have, uh, have built around them. I cast out imagination. Their minds, God, that imagine things, God, that are not of you. I pull them down, God, in the name of Jesus. I profess, oh God, that we are more than a conqueror. I'm professing, God, that they are more than a conqueror. I am professing that they have joy and that they have peace. I am professing, God, that they don't live by bread alone, but by every word that was proceeded out of the mouth of God. You said in Jeremiah, God, you know the thoughts that you have about us, and they are thoughts of good and not of evil, that you would bring us to our purpose. You prayed, God. You, you said, Oh God, to, to Nehemiah that God, if he would stand on, on his compassion, and the compassion he said, he said, I'm for asking you to forgive me for this my sin, and the sins of my father, that I brought these things on us, and God, if you do that, it, your compassion, fail not. The mercies are new every morning, God, and I'm asking for fresh mercy for these that are watching. I'm asking another chance, God. I'm praying for the backslider, the one that are falling by the way. I'm praying, God, for those that are holding on, just look like, God, with a thread. Make it a rope, God. Let them tie it around, God, something else, and make a rope out of it and pull them out of it, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And we thank you, God, that they're going to mount up with wings of eagle. They're going to run and not be weary and faint and, and won't faint. They will not fall, but greater is he that's in them than he that's in the world. And by faith, God, we thank you and we praise you and magnify you that it is done right now. They do have joy. There will be financial blessing and doors open and I break the power of sickness and I command God and call those that have pains in their body now that they come out, those that have mental challenges, that you will bless them, God. In the name of Jesus, cancer, diabetes, uh, birth, diabetes, uh, uh, this coronavirus, this heart problem, the, the strokes and, 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 and any other diseases, God, they have mental problems. I curse those problems and by faith, Faith God, we command healing to take place in the name that's above above every name, our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you and thank you so much for tuning in today day for moments of inspiration. And I would love for you to plant a seed in this ministry. Now, here's what I want you to do. I'm not asking anybody to share their tithes and offering. Uh it goes to your church if you have a local church. But what I'm saying, we want to feed uh, for Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas we want to feed 200 people not just give them a turkey we want them to give them all the things that goes with it the 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 pie the cake uh the 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 Bacon stuff, the t- potatoes, and everything—the dressing, everything that goes with it—so they can prepare a meal. It may be something small to you, but listen, let me tell you something: it's great to those folks. Some people wondering right now, and they're worried right now. What am I going to do for my children? What how what they going to have? They know Thanksgiving is coming on. They know that they used to invite all the family over. Now they are telling you don't bring them all over because of the disease. And so we want to help them. And when they we want to be them to be able to drive by, and we put this box in their according to the norm of their family. And so if you would write us at 135 West Victoria Street here in the city of Long Beach, California, and the zip code is 90805, and just put Mission on the check. Again, put Mission on the church, Great Open Door Worldwide Ministry, and that address is 135 west victoria street here in the city of long beach california or you can go to push pay and if you do it through push pay all you have to do is put on that uh, for the purpose mission and when they see mission on it they know that that would be going towards the thanksgiving and christmas gift for the help those that uh needed i know there may be some of you that are listen to me that are needed and if you so let them know and we can do this we can only do all of this simply by you helping and help plant a seed and we're partnering with someone else to help us but we want to make sure that these people have blessing during this Thanksgiving season. Thank you so much for tuning in to Moments of Inspiration. I hope that some of you post this and let somebody else get an opportunity to hear it. You got people on your on your Facebook and and, and, and on your uh, other uh, things, YouTube and Ustream you and other media that I don't have and I don't reach, but you can help plant that seed of reaching them by simply posting this message if it's been a blessing to you. And even if it wasn't a blessing to you, somebody else may say it's a blessing to them. Post it anyway. God bless you. Thank you so much for your kindness today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and may God best be yours. And if the Lord said the same, I'll be back next Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. with some more moments of inspiration. On tomorrow night, I'll be teaching at our Bible study. On tomorrow night, Thursday night, uh, I'll be teaching from 1 Kings, 2 Kings 1, 2, and 3, chapter 1 through 3. And then Sunday morning at 8 a.m. we'll be live streaming, and also we'll be live streaming here uh, 11.30 a.m. Sunday morning. God God bless you. Have a blessed day and may God best be yours. God,